This episode of Proper English is brought to you by phrasal verbs around the home and the idiom let the dog see the rabbit. Hello, my name's Dave. And I'm Alison. And we'd like to welcome you to the 12th episode of our podcast, which is called Proper English. English. If you're learning English and you want to know the correct word to use in a particular situation. If you get stuck thinking of the right preposition. If you are puzzled by definite and indefinite articles. Then proper English is just the thing for you. Previously on Proper English, we talked about phrasal verbs related to travel. Today, we're going to use the theme of the home to help us. Let's start with put on. It's one that we use a lot and in a variety of ways. We can use it to mean get dressed. Like, I'm going to put on my shorts today. It's already hot. Mm. Now, this is a phrasal verb that can be split, otherwise known as a separable phrasal verb, as in, I might put my favourite hat on today too. How about... Put the kettle on, Dave. I'd love a cup of tea. Cup of tea in this weather? Surely you want you want a nice cold drink. <laughs> I always want a cup of tea. <laughs> and the meaning here isn't about wearing something. It's about getting a piece of equipment to work. Or get cooker on. Exactly. And there's a third use. One of my favourite things to do is to put on some music while I'm working. Yeah, it's not wearing music. Putting on more like the meaning of put the kettle on. Yep, yeah, yeah. So, similarly... We can use the phrasal verb turn on, mostly when we're talking about electrical equipment. Can you turn the fan on, please? I'm too hot. I'm turning the television on too, Dave, so we can watch your Pressel Certo in a minute. And so, anything that we turn on has to be turned off too. And this also includes taps. We turn those on and off. Do your students ever ask you about the hot and cold taps in the UK, Dave? Yeah. Yeah, they're confused that there are two of them. Mm. A hot one. And a cold one. Seems sensible to me. I don't know. <laughs> we need an episode all about <laughs> peculiar British stuff, don't and we? And there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. <laughs> then there's a bunch of phrasal verbs to do with household chores. Hang up, for example. Yes, easily understood in context. It means to put your clothes onto a hook or a hanger. So a tip here for you. Many students say that they can understand phrasal verbs but struggle to use them. So, when you're doing all these tedious jobs around the house, describe them to yourself. I'm hanging my coat up. Bit strange, but it's a good idea. <laughs> also using up is tidy up. Now, sadly, this one is not our superpower. Mm. Tidy up means to put everything away where it belongs. And when you've tidied up, you can clean up. Tidying is about things, untidiness. Cleaning is about dirt. So when you clean up, you sweep up, there's another one, the dirt, or wipe the dust or whatever. And in the same way, we wash up, which means to clean the dishes, the pots and the pans, being careful not to smash glasses and spill dishwater everywhere. Or you'll create another job of needing to mop up. And here, the use of up is particularly odd. We use the mop, so that makes sense. But the action we use isn't really up. Mm. And we hoover up too, although I can understand this one. Yeah, it actually refers to vacuum cleaning, but the British have adopted... Or maybe adapted... The proper noun, hoover. 
uh, which is a make of vacuum cleaner. And we've adopted it, or adapted it, to make it into a verb. So regardless of the make of machine, people will hoover up the mess. Part of the tidying up that we were talking about will probably involve throwing away rubbish or throwing it out. I suppose in the past people just did physically throw their rubbish out of the house onto the street. But what we mean in the UK is to put it into the rubbish bin. And when the bin is full, we take it out. Now, now, in the UK, that would involve putting it into another, much larger bin outside your house, which would then be emptied by the local council on a designated day. Here in Portugal, we walk to a bigger bin that several houses share on the street and is also emptied by the local council. Who knew there'd be so much to say about rubbish? One could say that we talk a lot of rubbish, I suppose. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, of course, in American English, rubbish is trash or garbage. And we have a couple more, Dave. We need to put up that picture we bought when we visited Nazare. Yeah, put up can be a permanent thing. Attaching something to the wall, for instance, or it can be temporary. Yeah, like we put up and then later take down our Christmas decorations each year. Yep, and the last phrasal verb for today is stock up. Now, when do we use that, Ali? Well, I do like to stock up on things, don't I, Dave? It's true. It means to buy in plenty of something. You decide to stock up on milk because you've got guests coming, or you don't want to go shopping for a while, so you stock up on everything and fill the freezer and the kitchen cupboards. Yeah, so... By my calculation, we used 17 phrasal verbs there. Mm -hmm. Now let's check. And why not make a note of any you want to practice while you're doing the housework? Mm. So, to recap. Put on. Turn on. Turn off. Hang up. Tidy up. Put away. Clean up. Wash up. Mop up. Throw away. Throw out. Take out. Put up. Take down. Stock up. Hoover up. Sweep up. And now it's time for Idiom of the Week. Idiom of the Week? I do like this week's idiom. Let the dog see the rabbit. It always has an element of humour to it. What do we know about its origins, Dave? Well, Ali, it comes from the pastime, or you could say sport, Mm -hmm. of greyhound racing, uh, which is popular in the UK and elsewhere, although it's losing popularity over concerns about animal welfare. Now, to encourage the dogs to run, a rabbit or a hare was released for them to chase. And for a long time now, it's just been a mechanical rabbit. Uh, So the dog needed to see the rabbit to get it excited about chasing. Yeah, I guess so. The the natural instinct of a a greyhound or a whippet uh, is to chase something like a a rabbit because it's prey, Uh I guess. Okay. Well, so the way we use it is to tell somebody to move themselves or something that's in our way that's stopping us from doing or seeing something, for example. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, in the kitchen, I might want to chop some vegetables up, but you might be in the way, Alison. So I'll say, come on, let the dog see the rabbit. (laughs) Or I need to type an email and you just seem to be hovering over the keyboard. So to get you out of my way, I say, come on, Dave, let the dog see the rabbit. And then I'd sort of move out of the way really carefully because I wouldn't want to get into trouble. As always, we've really enjoyed putting the podcast together for you. We hope you've had fun listening in on our conversation. If you like what we're doing here, please tell everyone you know about us. The more the merrier. And don't be shy. Leave us a nice review and subscribe to us on Stitcher. Mm, 
that's a new one. Yep, especially for my student, Fernando, in Vigo. Ah, or YouTube. Or Podbean. Or Apple Podcasts. Or CastBox. Or whichever podcasting platform you're using. So... You never miss an episode. Or you can email us at Proper English. Or one word. At sapo.pt if you have any suggestions for future podcasts. And if you have any burning English grammar-related questions, you can ask us on Instagram or Facebook and we'll do our best to answer. So, until next time, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me too. And thank you for listening to Proper, Proper English. English.